Everybody put your hands together for the next comedian of the evening, that's Zach. I'm Zach, thank you so much. Guys, I got married during the pandemic. I was gonna propose to her anyway, but then once that shit hit, I was like, we're gonna die anyway, so let's just get married, right? That's what we did. Uh, we got into a car. We drove straight through from Chicago to Vegas. Yeah, we got married on the big roller coaster in New York, New York. It was awesome. And I found out that day, roller coasters make me sick now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, it was, you know, it's, it's, it's not great. It's not great. That's one of our bonding things as a couple. We travel around, we go to amusement parks. That's one of our things. I vomited after our wedding ride. That's what happened. I, it's 12 noon. I'm sober. I've been on this ride before. <laughs> First time in my life, I get sick. This is great. Two minutes ago. No, you know what? Here's the thing, right? Maybe you guys have been to Vegas. This is the worst part. It's a Vegas casino. Can't just find a fucking bathroom. No, 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 no. So I had to get creative, right? I find a hallway, wall. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of my mask. You know, the whole, the whole thing. So... Two minutes ago, I get married, happiest moment of my life, right? Two seconds ago, I'm projectile vomiting on the wall of the New York, New York Hotel and Casino. And in another two minutes, I gotta get on a Zoom call with my brand new in-laws. Ta-da! That's how we handle that one. It's fun. My wife and I, we are, uh, we are roller coaster dorks. It's, uh, it's a thing. We do this thing. I'm sure any couple that has uh, shared hobbies has this. They get these debates. I'll be like, wooden roller coasters are totally better than steel roller coasters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then she'll be like, please stop. <laughs> I asked you about your drinking. <laughs> No, I mean, all right, so, uh, yeah, we're roller coaster nerds. It's kind of like um, the people that complain about the minutia of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but instead we complain about, like, this ride doesn't have enough loops or whatever. Um, but like any fandom, we got to have our cred, you know? We got to be able to prove our nerdiness amongst each other, right? And for roller coaster freaks, right, we keep a list of every individual roller coaster we've been on. Okay, and then at Roller Coaster Con, we all whip them out to see who's is the biggest. And look, I'd love to brag to all of you about my count, which is 479. But that's not a flex. It's not a flex. It's not. It's not. I have a roller coaster buddy. He's been on over 1,200 roller coasters. Oof! How the fuck can I talk to this guy about my favorite ride? <laughs> Guys, he's been on Batman the Ride in Kuwait. What? That's real. You can Google it. He took the fucking picture. That's that's what the fuck. Roller coaster freaks. We're a different fucking type, okay? I'll give you an idea of what the fuck I'm talking about, okay? I, this is an actual exchange I saw happen at a roller coaster convention. Hey, 
use a seatbelt extender on this ride? No! You have to be above this line and between these lines. Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, but you can call me Dole Whip. I'm Ben, and I'm under contact, or under <laughs> contract. Like a contact high. Yeah. Or a contract I'm under, high. I'm under high. You're, you're under contract to get high. Which means I just need to get high. Right, I think that's what that really boils down to. Yeah. Let's Welcome do that. Back to, oh, go ahead. I was just saying, I'm going to fix that. Good, yeah. Pack those bowls, everybody. And uh, welcome back to your favorite Coaster Sucks, the podcast where we buy houses on spec and I don't even know. What else do we do? Or you just talk about houses for six months. Right? Yeah. Where we speculate on the real estate market for no discernible reason and then Ben buys a house. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that I bought a house means that the housing market will crash probably sometime later this year. Which means it'll be a great time to buy for everybody who didn't just buy a house. Yeah, holding the... Zillow. Yeah, holding the bag. That's okay. Thanks for being the brave last wave of uh, people buying at this day and age. Um, so, you're under contract now. Officially. That means if you don't buy the house, you're still out earnest money. Uh, no, I can walk still, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, at least, at least you're at that point still. Although by the time this is out into the world, uh, that likely won't be the case. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I'm fucked. You're not fucked. You're just li- you're gonna be the owner of that house <laughs> for a while. Thirty years. God. Well. Yeah, it'll well, be it'll be the year fucking twenty fifty one. Yeah, you know, I did. I actually did read this pretty interesting article that was talking about how they're predicting that home prices won't really decline; they'll kind of flatline. So they'll they'll stay flat in like their real price, but then we'll start introducing like. 45 50 year mortgages to make them more affordable which is fucking terrifying imagine that shit 45 year mortgage my my asshole already hurts from the amount of fucking that's going to be doing <laughs> yep are you excited you finally found one well it's not real yet that's the only problem is like i'm not excited until shit 
you know what I'm saying? Like uh, once, once, like I don't know. It's just you know what I mean. This is the problem with the housing market is that you put in so many fucking offers and it's meaningless. And now one actually goes through and it still doesn't feel like anything except for just getting fucked with payments and, you know, losing your savings. But so here's, here's the question. Do you have an HOA to deal with? Oh, nice. Sweet. So you can can just paint like, fuck you on your garage and, yeah, that's what I'm. That's day one. It's just a giant fuck you on the. the how, about, so, how about a big your favorite coaster sucks logo? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. That could be, and then you can you can lay claim to having the official your favorite coaster sucks studio. That's true. Yeah. Which will be the garage? The garage will be the uh, the studio. So yeah, that's what we'll have to do is we'll have to host an event next year at Illich and Lakeside with an after party at your garage. Well, you know what's cool about that is this place is it's about 13 minutes from the light rail stop and then on the light rail it's maybe a 10 minute ride to Illich. So sweet. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, no. So uh, we'll we'll uh, have some details about that. But party at Ben's place next year. That'd be fun. With 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 yeah, but there there's definitely going to be some like. Well, look, some... okay, we're not posting your address. Well, I was going to is... say there's going to be some filtering of people. Like, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like there's going to be some vetting process. Yeah, it's but... not a goddamn free for all, but. You know who you are if you're in the club. Likely, we've talked to you if you listen to the show. So, you know, we'll have some details. Stay tuned. We'll call it the Your Favorite Coaster Sucks Housewarming. There we go. It could be a clusterfuck show, but it's just like put the snowball in the middle of the room and then record for three hours. God. (laughs) That'd be awful. Dude, I really hope Logan could make it to America for that. Well, I think he's allowed back in now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope. I just really want to meet that guy. You know what I mean? For sure. The original, probably the original fan. One of them. He's he's definitely our original super fan. So, but he's also he's also just a really nice dude. So. For sure, and uh, I saw something posted about the, the, one of the recent episodes, which I haven't listened to, but um, it was interesting. What was it about? Um, hold on, let me pull it up. Where did it go? Oh yeah, oh yeah, Shockwave Dan and Logan did a show, so check that out. Oh yeah, that's right. Shockwave Dan was on uh, Prairie Coasting, so go. Give that a listen. They're both homies. Yeah, that is that is pretty awesome. I guess Dan uh, talked about his uh, time working at Texas, which is pretty interesting. Also, I love that the background on this animation is Six Flags Over Texas from RCT. Uh, the artwork for the show. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah, totally. That's great. Nice. 
Good stuff, Logan. Good stuff. So, when are you expecting to have your closing? So, the closing is on the uh, the 9th of November. Okay. But I have to give these... Um, well, I probably shouldn't. Be, you don't have to go into too much. I won't have to be. I don't. I shouldn't be profane. I was gonna say like I shouldn't. Uh, these uh, these very fine people who somehow convinced uh, the offer to give them a free month of rent back, so I don't get to move in until December 9th. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. That's so so yesterday that part or the the situation I was telling you about yesterday where my agent called me and I was like, yeah. fuck yeah. So um, that was one of those things that we revised the offer on was like, Hey, should we make this competitive? We'd have to give him a free month of Brent back. And it's just like, all right, fuck it. Let's just do it. But I don't think I had a choice. Cause apparently that's what the runner up offer was doing, but you don't, you don't fucking know. Like the seller's agents are probably you know, they're sly people. They're probably pretty corrupt. So they're probably like, oh, you really want this house, eh? Well, I got an offer that was actually this amount, and you're going to have to do this and this if you want to win type of thing. So, uh, Yeah, I'm glad that I'm not going to be in that market for at least another year. Yeah, it'll probably get a little better. If anything, I, I think it'll improve a whole fuck ton pretty quick. I think if anything, if prices stay pretty much the same, you'll have way more options and you have way more time to pick a house. That seems about right. I mean, I don't know. It's obviously going to be stressful regardless. So, but you know, whatever, whatever. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, that's exciting, though. Definitely, I'm excited. The f- I so yeah, I'll I'll have to do something special the first episode I record in the house. Yeah, definitely. Are you gonna break a champagne bottle on the door on your way in? I was thinking of uh, just pouring a whole bottle of wine on the carpet. That's perfect. Nothing. You'll always remember it, too. You'll be like, yeah. that fucking stain. <laughs> How about um, just, like, cutting your hand open a little bit and letting it bleed out in a trail to the bathroom? Could do that. Could um, maybe pull off some of the, like, pull off some of the, uh, some of, like, the drywall or the, I guess it's not drywall. Pull back some of the walls and just leave like bloody handprints in the like the in the frame. So that way, whoever owns the house in twenty years or whatever, when they're doing remodeling, they just see these bloody handprints everywhere. You know what? You know what? I've seen this online. People who put skeletons so if they lift up the floor or something, they'll put like a oh, skeleton yeah. down there. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Got to have some fun. Of course. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, hopefully it just doesn't end up like that movie, The Money Pit. What's that? I think it was Tom Hanks. It's from the 80s. And uh, they buy this house where they just have to keep repairing all this shit. 
Okay. And yeah. it's just falling apart. It's a comedy, you know, it's, uh, did it, see, does it, 1986. Did it, okay. Didn't it seem like in the eighties, there were so many co- like good comedies that had really simple plots. Yeah. And that, those are like movies were so much simpler. Like, like, like that, like that thing. Yeah. Two guys. Here, buy yeah. A house. The whole, the whole, the whole idea one sentence a young couple struggles to repair a hopelessly dilapidated house there you go it's a comedy it's tom hanks and shelly long i was i was talking about that recently though with uh somebody and saying like well we don't even have fucking comedy movies anymore because all movies get made for china yeah so it's like they're not gonna make comedy movies because they can't translate them to you know chinese is easy that's probably why there's um i mean that makes sense it's probably why in general as far as making movies that's why all movies are probably are cgi yeah no the plots it's like the stuff has to be like easy to fucking translate to Chinese and fucking it's got to be able to ship anywhere around the world. You know what I mean? But yeah, no more comedy movies, unfortunately. Well, um, but that's all right. Yeah. Um, shit. What else? What else are we even? So your house is not far from Illich. That's cool. Yeah, it's um, it's about as far from downtown as my old house, like that old house I lived in, the one that on Hooker Street. On Hooker Street. Yeah. Same, same, sameish vicinity to the city. Okay, that was that wasn't far. Yeah, you can walk. Yeah, you can walk into the city in like twenty, thirty minutes or so. Yeah, I remember walking in there. That was uh that was a nice little walk too. Um that's that's awesome, dude. Fucking super excited for you. I didn't buy a house this week. But did you buy I, I, I'm still in my shitty apartment. No, my apartment's okay. It's not shitty. It's just Yeah. It's very small for two people. Yeah. But for the price you pay and for the like the fact that it's a studio and the price you pay, it's a pretty good apartment. It's it's actually fantastic for what it is, and you're right, the price. It's just it's 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 way too small for two of us in here. Yeah. But you know, we're not we're not solving that right now, so no no house for us at the moment. But soon, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Well, next time you guys drive through Denver, um, I'll have a spare room. Awesome. So. Well, super appreciate it. Yeah, we can, uh, we can hang out and maybe if we're, if we're at your place, we can hang out late and not have to worry about driving somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Meow Wolf is walkable. I think Meow Wolf oh, is that's like fucking awesome. 23 minute walk away. So. There you go. 
Yeah, maybe maybe uh maybe I'll figure out how we how we can uh come visit you in Denver at some point soon. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> well Fucking um gotta book some more travel, you know. <laughs> we were in Milwaukee last night. Oh yeah. Did you see Ham was it Hamilton last night? We did go to see Hamilton in Milwaukee. How was that? Uh, Hamilton was fucking awesome. I really liked it. We had really great seats. We were like center orchestra. Okay. Probably about like 15 to 20 rows back. But like great view. Could see the turntable really well. Which is cool. And have you guys ever seen that before? Uh, this was Rianne's third time seeing Hamilton. I had never seen it before. I'm not much into musicals. Generally, I like a few of them. Um, have you ever seen Book of Mormon? That one's pretty cool. I've never seen it, but I've heard the soundtrack. Okay, yeah. I'd like to see that one. Yeah, that's that's another one on my list. Whatever. The soundtrack it- is funny though. I've heard that one. My thing with musicals is that usually a, the music is not very good. It's not that it's bad. It's just not usually that great. Like, it wouldn't stand on its own as music outside of the story. Yeah, it's like background music. Right, right. B, the the songs rarely ever actually forward the story. Like, basically, you're taking three to five minutes to to kind of expand on an idea rather than continue forwarding the story. Yeah, right. So you can't, you know, you, you I don't know. It it makes everything just run slower. And it's like, "Ah, come on, just tell me what's happening," you know? And then lastly and most importantly to me is like the transitions usually from like dialogue to song are just like so awkward right like so between those three things i usually don't care for musicals there's a few notable exceptions like you said book of mormon that looks great i like uh, rocky horror i like sweeney todd um hamilton was cool hamilton bypasses the transitions though because pretty much there isn't really any dialogue since it's all rap all the dialogue happens in the songs yeah okay so it it gets it bypasses that whole bullshit of like a couple chords starting on a piano while somebody is like repeating a phrase or whatever <laughs> you know exactly what i'm talking about is there uh what about a sex scene yeah yeah there's a there's a fuck scene of course there is what's what's that music like is it just uh, it's, it's like r&b Oh, okay. So it's not like intense rhythmic percussion and uh, kinda. It's it's definitely like uh it's like a sexy song. But also he I no I don't want to give away the details. There's the stuff happens with the story too, though. It's not just a sexy song. It really actually fits the plot and stuff. Okay. But it's it's a very good show and it was uh I was glad it was in Milwaukee so it wasn't far, you know. 
Because, like, for some weird reason, after they left Chicago, they're, like, done. They're not coming back to Chicago. Like, oh, really? Huh. Yeah, like, they had a run here for a couple years. And then, I guess, they even set up, like, an exhibit here for a while. But now they're like, nah, we're done in Chicago. And it's like, okay, that's weird. But it was cool to go to Milwaukee. It was at the Performing Arts Center. Did you guys do anything else? Nah. We were going to get dinner, but then we ended up uh, not having enough time for the show. But, like, you know, we end up in Wisconsin probably at least once or twice a month anyway. Yeah. Oh, we wanted to go to Lakefront Brewery to get dinner, but they close early on Sundays for some reason. Yeah, I feel like I know. I remember that, actually. What's their dinner? I've eaten there. Do they have a new kitchen or something? No, it's just it was pretty good for like a brewery. The food is pretty good. Plus, they had they had a vegan option or like more than one maybe. Which I like. I figure is probably around in Milwaukee, but like isn't super prevalent. If that makes sense. If you're if you're in the city, it's pretty common. I would say, yeah, it's not a it's not a vegan food desert. No, no, I know that. It's a city. But it is still Wisconsin. You know what I mean? Basically, as long as you're east of 43, 94, and, or you're in the city of Madison, you're in, like, young college, you know, progressive vibes, and then you get a few steps outside of those little boundaries. And then it's like a totally different scene. (laughs) Yeah. Like I remember when I, um, had that fucking work training in Brookfield. Yeah. I remember you like met me at that hotel I was staying at. Oh, that's right. What's swimming. Yeah, that's right. I was, um, okay. Hold on. You had the one room with the Elvis room. It was um it was a Harley Davidson room. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. Like Yeah, that was weird. And they had like fucking Wild Hogs and Easy Rider on DVD. And so one night I was like, I'm going to watch Easy Rider and I put the DVD in cuz that's a good fucking movie, you know. And then it didn't even play. I was like, the fuck? I'm not watching Wild Hogs. Did Wild Hogs work? I didn't even try because I wasn't interested. Wouldn't it be funny if they were just fake DVDs as props? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, no. You open it and it's just a blank DVD. They're like, no, 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 no. We copied the artwork from Google and printed it out. It has that um, that little gray X in the upper corner because they didn't even save the image. They just took a screenshot of the thumbnail. (laughs) And it's like super pixely. This shit's not even in color, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That actually reminds me of early TPR DVDs when they used an inkjet 
and a couple other a couple of DVD covers. They were definitely low on ink, so it just looks really. Sh- it just looked really shitty, and the, the cutting was all crooked and stuff. Yeah, dude. Well, that's what happens if you're running a fucking business out of your house. Yeah, that's true. Not, I mean, at that time, because you know now you can run a business out of your house a lot easier and more professionally. But I imagine that he like was cutting shit with scissors and stuff. Alyssa you know I mean? posting. Alyssa's like posting about playing pasta while cutting inkjet printed covers. Right. Also, that's crazy that that was a viable business at one point. Yeah, right. Do you remember when they posted that picture of when everyone was talking shit about them being like an illegal business? And then Alyssa posts that picture of her holding that like certificate of the state of California claiming their LLC or whatever. No. Yeah, it was probably like in 2008 or so. Um, everyone, because like someone posted a topic, they're like basically calling out Rob for having a legal business. So then, like Alyssa posts this picture, and they hold their LLC certificate. But then, and then miraculously, though, like six months later, they stopped selling those DVDs. So, but now they sell them again. Oh, they do. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because you bought them. Yep. You're welcome, Rob. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, I'm fucking Should we Jesus Christ. Should we watch something? Yeah, maybe we should. We should like I'm in the mood for movie night. What's something what's what's one of the shows that we tried watching but it fucked up? Oh Jesus, I don't even know, man. Um oh I got one. I got one. I got it. How about America's Greatest Roller Coaster Thrills, The Next Generation? America's Greatest. The Next. And we we haven't watched this one yet? No, this is the third one from 99. We haven't done this one yet. All right. I found Coaster Nick's. Okay, yeah. Of it. Did you find that one? Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess we'll uh we'll post a link to this. Let me get that link right now for everybody. And this is your chance right now. Go check out the episode description. We got some cool shit in there. Um uh especially our Discord server, which is awesome. Everybody um on our Discord's fucking dope. We got a cool crew. Just join us there. Um, yeah, you'll find the link to this video as well. So yeah, um, fuck. Yeah, I haven't watched this one in a in a while. So I just packed a bowl and I got a beer. I think I'm ready. Are you okay. ready? Yeah, I'm. I'm all good. All right. You count it down, Ben. Okay, three. Two, one, click, play. All right. Coaster Nick. I love those preloaded uh, title screens. Right. Damn. I haven't seen a POV of that ride in so long. 
Holy shit, I'm only getting audio out of the fucking left side. Oh, yep, yep. That's annoying. Twister. Raging Bull. Before the water park. Aw, oh, Dueling Dragons. Old Gwazi. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which actually looked pretty cool maybe the year it opened. Ooh, Hulk. Oh, Volcano. Let's see how many of these rides are gone now. Joker's Jinx. What the fuck is that doing on any best list? Great Bear. Mm, okay. Joker's Jinx with over-the-shoulder restraints. You're right. Jesus Christ. What the fuck is that doing on a greatest list? Which, um, I actually like that ride, but Poltergeist is the best of those. I think, like, as I recall... Yeah, Poltergeist is the best. Joker's Jinx is like just fine, and then Flight of Fear, both of them are just terrible. Yep, yep. The Hulk. Hulk, awesome. Aw, oh, Dueling Dragons. So I don't really remember this ride that ride very well, but um actually, holy shit, Florida had two dueling coasters open at the same time. Yeah, holy shit. That was a trend. And now both of them are gone. Oh, great adventure. Medusa, because Nitro wasn't open yet. Medusa seemed to be pretty groundbreaking when it opened. Holy shit, Apollo's Chariot. Awesome. Oh, come on, show the Fabio thing. Right? Oh, Alpengeist, dope. I remember I had this on DVD and it was like the official release and they had this thing where during the POV sections you could hit the angle button if you remember that on old DVD players. Yeah, right, right. And it would switch between like off-ride footage and POV. Dude, these B-roll shots are weird. That was like... There's Great a bear, okay. Yeah. Okay. Riddler's Revenge, all right. Which probably hasn't been good since about 2009. It was not great last time I wrote it. Yeah, same. Holy shit, did you see how high Superman got there? Yeah. Me and my coaster riding banana. Oh, Volcano. There's another one that's gone now. Oh shit, Raging Bull. I feel like I need to go ride that now. It was okay. It looked what looks like it's running way faster. I'm excited to see the POV and compare. All right, Joker's Jinx. Okay, so look at this on ride shot. Look at the head banging. Oh, shit. For a second, I saw it. Yeah. Oh, God. Ghost Rider. Hey, Ghost Rider. Although original Ghost Rider. So I guess kind of technically gone now. Yeah. Buzzsaw Falls. Definitely gone now. Also, not included on this video. <laughs> I don't remember the POV. Oh, Top Spin, a great adventure. Oh, there he is. Oh, rest in peace. Not I. Not as a joke this time. Wait, did he pass away? Yeah. Oh, shit. About, about a year after we made that... We, a year after I said it and then discovered... He was still alive. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's right. He passed. And that, yeah. So, rest in peace, Paul Rubin. 
it's still hard for me to believe that this was a brand new park that they just kind of built from scratch. It's Recent. hard for me to believe that this video was made over 20 years ago. I mean, cause uh, here's the deal, right? Is I can remember when this was a new video. Yeah. And like, Taking the video, this video out from the library. Yeah, I remember. So I read, I rented the first one, the first Greatest Coaster Thrills DVD or VHS I rented blew my mind because it was the only DVD or the only video that had <coughs> POVs like that. And then when this one came out and it had Raging Bull on it, it was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. That was like, this blew my fucking mind because it had. Raging Bull on it. Like, it was so cool. They are hyping the shit out of Islands of Adventure. Although, to be fair, it, it's deserved. I mean, this was uh, open. The park was open, what, like two years? Uh, Like, the same year this video came out. Okay. Like, it was brand, brand, brand fucking new. I, I don't agree with the decision to have a green screen like that. For the interview, that's a little weird, but yeah, just sit him down in front of one of the rides. Like he 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 works at the park. You had to go there to interview him, right? I'm sure they have a room, like a like a media room, just for interviews like that too. Or yeah, put him up in front of a screen that doesn't that isn't a green screen that just says the name of the plate, like a like a picture type of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do you see all those people in out of sync trying to do that hand motion? Well. They were all white. <laughs> and they're in Florida, so I suppose. Yeah, that was a bunch of that was a bunch of Florida white people like trying to get down to a Jimmy Buffett song or something. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. Okay, alright. That guy was not having fun. No, he was very unhappy. I think he might have heard my singing. This guy still works at Universal. What's his uh, like title? The creative director, oh, okay. aka the dream job of every one of us fucking coaster nerds. I was replaying it. Oh yeah, that guy is not at all. Hey, you know what I realized? What this coaster's also fucking gone since this video. Oh, that's right. Holy shit. It has been replaced by the exact same coaster, but this one is gone. And also to anyone who says that's not a new credit, fuck you. Yeah, it's a completely new ride. I don't that's like the nut we've we talked about this earlier, but um yeah, experiences. I I don't I don't understand that part of like people who would count a forward and backward train, but then they wouldn't recount something like hulk yeah and i don't know how many times we've said it on this show but we'll just we'll go ahead and cover basics while the weird shot of the riders on hulk is going a relocations not a new credit that's one credit no matter how many different places you've ridden it at uh b new trains not a new credit or re-themes yeah, rethemes, not a new credit. 
Hulk is a new credit because it's a whole brand new track and trans. Like, literally physical different track. That ride does have a pretty good launch. Oh, I'm fucking stoked to be there next month, dude. Uh, you know, just with looking at this POV, have you seen that POV of Incredicoaster? Um, not recently. So basically, they Incredicoaster is what B&M would have built if they built Hulk in like 2004, a la Silver Bullet. So just like oh. very. So just like I, very, I can totally see that. Yeah, so totally neutered, no forces, no transitions, just very like tame. You know, Silver Bullet's actually pretty dope, though. It it uh, yeah, it is. The thing actually, is, like the drop is no good. Well, okay, the drop the, it's unique though. Like I kind of it's like Wizard, right? You get you get a pretty good sensation of speed, which is really weird. What, yeah, you're right it's about like, that. But the fucking overbank is awesome. Yeah. The cobra rolls awesome. Like the whole layout's really awesome. The uh I like that helix too. Yeah. Everything over the water is fucking great on that ride. He gives me George Costanza vibes. I could see that. George is getting excited. <laughs> I wonder if this guy still works at Universal. Very stark contrast of like a like a like a sports like a blade or not a blade. What would you call it? Like a sports jacket. Oh yeah, and this guy's just wearing a fucking t-shirt. Yeah, maybe he was wearing like a green t-shirt. So God, that that angle, was the coolest fucking thing. That angle makes it look like they're intertwining, which is pretty it does. It totally looked like that. I remember as a kid thinking it actually did that. I could understand that. Because it totally looked like it did. It's funny that um, Knobles is on this video, too. Yeah. I still say I wish that Dueling Dragons would have been relocated there. (laughs) It's not like they don't have the space for it. So, um, someone is explaining it when we were there, and I guess they've built on all their space. They have the parking lot and one on the picnic area, but um, that shit fills up. Like, when we were there, that parking lot was basically full. Damn. And then, um, I guess there's, like, all, there's also overflow parking as well where they have to bus you in. Oh, oof. Do they show? Yeah, they probably show both sides. No, yeah. they only show this side. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't really remember this ride that much, but looking at the POV, it looks way more forceful than it, Like I guess, like, what it seems. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Fuck. I wish I could ride this ride again. Although, I'll be honest with you. And I, I'm sorry, anybody who wants to fucking disagree. Haggard's is a better ride. Is it? It is. Like, in terms of like just a pure roller coaster experience, no. 
Dueling Dragons is 100% a better roller coaster. But for a whole total ride experience, Hagrid's is better. Is this a bush park? Yeah, this is going to be... Oh, Gwazi. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be Tampa, Gwazi. That looked like a really weird show. I'll be there on the same trip next month. Yeah, stoked for that. Kumba, Montu, hopefully Shikra. Oh, maybe I'll get uh, the Tigris credit. Tigris? Tigris? Whatever it is. Oh, I forgot they have that, yeah. I've never been on one of those, so... That's one of the comfort collar ones, right? I think so. It was not open last time I was there, and then the park closed early. Bummer. But, but, on the plus side, we got tickets to go for free this time, so... Wouldn't it be funny if in one of these B-roll shots, there's just, like, a a two-second clip of, like... Animals fucking... Dude, Montu's fucking awesome. As is Kumba. Quasi was not awesome. I mean, it looked really fun in this. Like in this video, the ride actually looked pretty good. The thing is, the layout was awesome, but it's like totally a GCI, but it's running PTCs. Yeah. So it was a rough motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Like, those transitions on the GCIs are not built for the PTC trains. And I had heard a rumor that at the time, um, you know, since it's a GCI, it was one of their early ones, they were trying to get Bush to buy the Millennium Flyers, but since they were prototypes, they wouldn't do it. Oh, yeah, because I had a book as a kid that showed the blueprint or, like, the the sketchup of Gwazi. And then on the next page, it had a sketchup of the millennium fire trains. And I, that was like before the ride opened. Yeah. Why, so like, but I, why didn't they do it on at Hershey park either on wildcat? Well, I think that was a lot earlier. Oh yeah. I don't think they had developed the trains by that point. Did the audio completely cut out for you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Then that's just the video. But yeah, like, I think they developed the trains later. And by this time, then they they were ready. But Bush didn't want to buy them. But then they had them ready for Hershey Park with um, Lightning Racer. Which still, you know, gets ranked pretty high. I haven't been on it since 2008, so I can't really remember all that well, but it was really great then. Look, you could see how rough this motherfucker was then. Yeah, right. And I'm certain it's because those PTC trains are just too bulky for some of these transitions and bankings. What's even like on um, Roar at Six Flags America? Same Oh, yeah. Same thing. And that ride has an awesome layout. But it's just completely ruined by the fact that the PTC trains are so fucking heavy. I think that's the thing, is they're so heavy. Well, they have no articulation. It's just they're just shuffling side to side, seeking the turns. 
Right. Yeah. And they're fucking heavy. I think they're like not double the weight of a millennial millennium flyer, millennial flyer. Uh, but they've got a way like probably at least 125%. Yeah. I know they're, I know they're slightly heavier than Gerslauer trains. Yeah. Like, so I think with that much, you know, fucking force being applied, it's just going to beat the shit out of the track. Yeah, come on, Bush. You fucked up. Yeah, Bush, you really fucked up. And you really fucked up when you didn't open your RMC version of it. Which, at this point in time, I think, honestly, Ben, for as long as we've had a podcast, Iron Quasi has not been open. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And that was one of the bigger, buzzier coasters when we started. Yeah, because we started it. We actually had our, our second anniversary recently. Oh, about a wow. Month ago. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, But yeah, that was definitely like the big hype because we started right around the time that parks would generally make their announcements for the upcoming year. And isn't it crazy that like six months later, everything would be crazy? All right. And now we're at. Six Flags Great Adventure. Natural transition. Whoa, chiller. With the barrel roll. Plus like how how do you go from showing bush gardens and animals and all that shit and then like, yeah, six flags. Well, because they have a safari at Great Adventure. Right, but it's not comparable. No, but I think that's what they were thinking is like animals to animals. But this isn't Tampa, it's New Jersey. This animation is crazy. It's so, like, rudimentary. And they're showing off, like, the two-train interval. I remember there was, like, a bonus feature on this DVD, and the guy who made it said that, like, being on... Hey, look, it's Roseanne. Um, Totally looks like her. (laughs) Nah, it's just a woman from Long Island. Yeah, right? No, it just looks like a like a big fan of Midway Mayhem. Um what's it called? Oh yeah, the guy who made this shit said uh B&M sent them the animation and it was frame by frame. So it was like not rendered. Oh shit. Yeah, so they had to like assemble it frame by frame. That's probably why it was kind of fast motion. Right. And I remember on here, they also sped up the POV. Yeah. They were like, oh, we had to speed up the animation. So we'll just speed up everything else to make it look. No one will know. Right. Because this shit is definitely sped up. Cool shot, though. Looks like a CKY video. (laughs) Sick, bro. When it comes by, throw a hot sauce packet at it. Yeah, this is like way fast. Holy shit. Yeah, why did they do this? Oh my god, it ran so fast in its first season. (laughs) 
or maybe it was one of those last minute editors editor things were like shit we can't fit it all on the on like the tape so just speed up the medusa pov right holy fuck man this yeah, is this, like disorienting to watch yeah that's like a 20 second pov how many people you think got up to that to great adventure and then were disappointed like this shit's so fucking slow <laughs> probably probably a few it's it was probably really that was like some coaster people it was some coaster people i guarantee at least one coaster like a 12 year old coaster kid who convinced his parents to go to great adventure it was like look at the video it's the fastest coaster i've ever seen holy shit that was jim Cornette. that's a that's a pretty cool ride though does it still do all that yeah well i don't know it's been 15 years since i've been there how the fuck should I know, actually? <laughs> Festas. They don't show Drakenfire, do they? Oh, no, they show a Polished Chariot. No, they do show Drakenfire on here. Oh, cool. Not the POV, but just briefly. Because yeah. that on, was on the original one. Come on, they're going to go through all this and not mention a single bit about fucking Fabio. This is all B-roll, like, marketing footage and shit. I, I think Fabio is there. <laughs> Airtime, nine incidents. One of those included Fabio. <laughs> it's cool they got all this off-ride footage of the ride, because that's not easy to do. I remember on Theme Park Review, there was a topic that was, like, um, called, like, Apollo's Chariot Pumping question mark and someone was like why does why is there pumping on a on apollo's chariot you'd think bnm would be better at designing rides whatever because remember pumping was a no limits term yeah yeah but it was really just because it goes straight for a little bit after the first drop how would that make it pump because if so like it's not a consistent angle so like raging bull the distance between you and the seat in front of you stays consistent. Whereas on Apollo's chariot, they like get close and then they open up and then they get close again because of the straight section. Like if you're watching the headrest, they like get close to you twice as you're going through the bottom. Oh, well that wouldn't be, it's not pumping on a straight section. It's like pumping. If it's during a turn, at least that's what I thought. Well, it, it's, it happens on the bottoms of drops too, when it's uneven. Because like you'd have to you'd have to use the three different like sections or whatever. That looks pretty good. That airtime. Yeah. Not- well, that's that crazy ass triangular hill. I wonder if this ride still runs really well. <clears throat> so, like, I think you can kind of see it. Oh, well, yeah, that's just because it goes to a straight section before transitioning into the bunny hill. Yeah, I'd like to go back to this park soon. Yeah, I need to get out there because they have so many new rides since I was last there. Oh, yeah, fucking the Intamin that never opened. Yeah, no, it's opening next year, supposedly. There's also something with this... This fucking hill. Yeah. 
There's also something about this ride where people were saying that the third row has the best airtime, but I don't really know like what how that would work. People used to say that about Raging Bull too, and I don't I never fucking believed I never saw it or felt it. Yeah, like I don't I, I call bullshit on that in terms of like B&M rides because B&M rides almost always have a zero car meaning that row one is really row two for all intents and purposes you know what I mean like right here on the video it's very clearly there's a zero car which means okay yeah it's eight car train but really it's like a nine car train you know I think it's pretty so, cool that this ride was built in 97. Yeah, that shit's crazy. This was only two years after Raptor. Or three years? Raptor was, what, 94? 95? I really want to ride this one again. Although I guess now the the mid-course comes to a full stop, which sucks. Dude, that Cobra roll is so fucking huge. I love how you can see like the whip. Of the train, that's awesome. Yeah, that looks very quick. Damn, that roll. Yeah, that's too bad because this ending looks. This ending looks like it'd be really fun, full speed. Seriously, I always thought that was cool that they have like the snow theming on the ground there, yeah. and that they purposely have it, um, like close to where the track is. Whoa. Even the bottoms of these elements are still high off the ground. Yeah. Well, at the bottom of the Cobra roll going into it was lower. There yeah. we go. I haven't seen a recent POV of that, but I'm sure I can definitely see. Oh, Canovals. There it is. This is a cool park. Oh, uh, Whirlwind is there. It is it is a cool park, but it's also weird. Yeah. I mean it's it's a good mixture of like lakeside and oh Dick Noble. Oh we 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 learned that he speaks he speaks like Japanese. Interesting. Yeah. Or or was it Korean? It was either Japanese or Korean. <laughs> I'm just picturing Cotton Hill. Phoenix. Pahonix. Yeah, Twister is really good. I That ride is... It grew on me. It's just... It's maintained so well. Like, it's insane. It kind of looked like a weird version of Chris Pratt. Shh. Oh, we got a Paul Rubin hot take. Yep. This is an interesting angle. John Fetterman. Yeah, the um Yeah, the the bottoms of those drops are so smooth. Nice. I'm like jealous that you got to go there in Holiday World in the same year. Double helixes. Yeah, I mean, compared to Twister 2 at Elitch, I mean, this is it's not even close. <laughs> Twister 2, like Twister 2 is, it's not good, but it's, it's okay considering 
you just spent the day riding a boomerang and SLC, a, um, a sh- whatever, an aero shuttle coaster. And you're like, all right, it's a wood. There's a wooden coaster. Cool. Not no high expectations. I still want to go to Elich. Do it before it turns to condos. Yeah, maybe next year it'll be time for uh, a Denver trip. It'll be open next year, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's a really, really, really low camera angle. And this was 99. I wonder how they had a camera small enough to do that. Maybe it was like a lipstick cam. Yeah, that's right. Remember um remember what like the 2004 2005 lipstick camera? Yeah. I wanted to buy one of them so bad. It was pretty cool, but it was they're definitely expensive. Yeah. Well, it just seemed like you could really like you know, get a lot of interesting shots with it. Right. POVs or just other shit where you really wouldn't have a camera otherwise imagine don't that. take that the wrong fucking way <laughs> imagine that bumblebee cake night with a lipstick oh camera. my god <laughs> good lord i need to keep an eye out for bumblebee cakes because if i find one i'm definitely gonna buy it yeah yeah i mean i'm not gonna do anything with it i'll probably just eat it but <laughs> Just They'd- smash it up and take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you, do you remember that? Remember that whole experience? Remember what the cake looked like after? Because <laughs> there was like definitely, you know, yeah, uh, there's definitely a shape. Yep. <laughs> I think we should uh, stick with the video, especially since it's talking about Hershey. <laughs> chocolate world does it really like i didn't i see i didn't get the chocolate smell vibe i smelled chocolate when i was there the great bear before bear culture was a thing so if you were to say in in certain circles i rode the great bear yesterday would that have a completely different meaning I would. I think you would have to say I rode a great bear, because well, because the imply. I don't know. Definitely, there definitely should be a shirt. Definitely have to keep that in mind. This is an interesting cinematic video. What about just great bear? Yeah, great bear. Like I rode great bear. I always thought it was hilarious. Uh, where I grew up, a friend's dad, his nickname was Bear. <laughs> like, no, I thought that was funny because it was it was supposed to be this like kind of uh, you know big muscular kind of name. What the fuck is this? A TPR video from two thousand one. Oh my god, what the hell is going on? <laughs> What's up with the green screen? What? They like superimposed the rider cam as the sky? What the fuck? This is so unnecessary. Yeah, that's that's really bad. This is kind of like the unnecessary Drakenfire uh, inverted color thing. 
Yeah, this is... Why is it that every one of these videos, there's just one of them that they have to make a weird fucking choice with? And even, I think at the original one, there was a sped up POV too. One of them was super sped up. Oh, here we go. Magic Mountain. I fucking love Magic Mountain. It's good. It's a good vibe. Oh, there's a Confederate flag hanging there. Did you see that? No. That seems kind of odd for California in the 90s. It does. But it it might have been that it they actually had original Six Flags theming still. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's always right. interesting that they call Batman the ride a suspended looping coaster. Why is that? Well, because it's a it's an inverted coaster. Oh yeah, that color looks kind of look like the old color like that looks really cool. Yeah, it does. Ecuador. You know what's interesting? There's no seatbelts on those restraints. Holy shit, you're right. This was 98. That's crazy. Yeah, you can also tell, like, this is, they definitely made this such a, like, a much smoother ride in the transitions and stuff. Dude, the last time I rode this, it was so fucking rough. Yeah, same. I I rode this in 2017, and it was slow and rough. And I like, yeah, I rode this in 2019, and I was with Rianne, and like, I I remember I told her like, no, Riddler's is awesome, because you know, like when we rode it in 2009, it was great, and you know. And she's like, I never really liked that ride. And I'm like, no, 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 come on. We got to ride it. And so we ride it, and it's fucking rough. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And she's like, you're right. That was way better than I remembered. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, it does have a really awesome layout. Yeah, totally. I wonder if they'll turn that into a suspended or a floorless coaster. What are they, what would they do with Scream though? Um turn it into a stand-up coaster. <laughs> <laughs> you know could, what? I could see them doing that though. <laughs> they could you know what they should move um uh, they could put Scream in like I don't know, the Great Escape. Frontier City. I don't think Frontier City has room for anything like that. Yeah, that's right. It's my park's like surrounded by highways. Whoa, look at those shorts. This is dated. Seriously. When shorts added about a foot around in diameter. Whoa, can I even say that? What? That guy's last name. He's probably got a yeah, that's a very unfortunate last name. That really is. The guy's name is Jim Blackie, by the way. And that's B-L-A-C-K-I-E. So that's super unfortunate. It's interesting. They have tower height, but not drop height. I've always wanted to get a rollback on this ride. What do you mean? 
So if there's a power cut, so like let's say you launch, you go all the way up the tower, and then the power cuts out, you don't actually slow down on the return into the station, and then you fly backwards through the station into the emergency brakes. So behind the station, there's this like 50 foot track section that has the permanent brakes. So you fly through the station backwards and then hard stop. That sounds horrible. Sounds awesome. Dude, hard stopping from that fast doesn't well, seem great. It's not, it's not that hard. I mean, it's, it's still safe. You know, it's not like whiplash. It's just, it's just abrupt. It's not, it's, it's quicker than this. <laughs> I I need to get on that ride just like as it actually is supposed to operate. Yeah. Dude, that was so fun when I snuck into ERT at the TPR event. I really hope it operates next time I'm at that park. Wait, whoa, whoa. what the fuck was that? James Bond the ride? I think it was a show. Headbanging. Yeah, I could not imagine riding Flight of Fear with over-the-shoulder restraints. Oh, that must have been terrible. I can't even. I also don't know what it is, but those Flight of Fear trains are so much. They seem so much smaller, and those lap bars are so tiny. Like they, they're much. I don't know what it is. They feel much smaller than normal Premier like trains. Flight of Flight of Fear is just like noticeably worse than the other ones. Yeah. I don't know if it was Paramount or Cedar Fair. That that first launch on Volcano was so awesome. Yeah. Whoa. Twisty. 90 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> Here we go again. Twisty. Take the tunnel. Let's just do Rob ad-libs on the whole DVD. Peanut butter fuck sandwich. Whoa. Bang turn. I love bang turn. Whoa. Out of the tunnel. Woo. Here we go. It's time for a loop D. Twisty one. And there's loop D number one. And here's loop D number two. Whoa. This ride is kick-ass three. And, and loopy number three was my favorite. Oh, into the tunnel. Thank you, Discovery Channel. Hey! Great America. Another 90s shorts. Oh, my God. Everything in here is so 90s. Dude, the old sign. Holy fuck, shockwave. That theater's not even there anymore. I remember that show. That ride's not even open anymore. <laughs> Everyone like looked up on the drop. They picked the like, most boring part of Viper to show. Yeah, shit. I gotta say, living away from the Midwest for now... Eh, quite a while. I do appreciate Great America so much more. Yeah, dude. Great America's awesome. Yeah. Although Great America fanboys are definitely a thing. Um, oh yeah, I actually, I actually remember. It was funny. There was a Coaster Studios video where they were going around Great America, and there was a few fanboys there, and everyone was like, 
Wizard's the best ride. And then Taylor's like, what? Like, I don't get it. And then, like, everyone's just, like, revving up everything. And then we're like, oh, look, they're playing Carousel Song. It's the closing song. It's like, yeah, okay. Well, that was us when we were younger. Right. The, the keyword younger. I mean, it'd be weird if we were there now doing that. Seven incidents. None of which included Fabio. I mean, even Raging Bull, I definitely, I feel like I like it a lot more now than I did. Yeah, dude. Like, it's a really solid ride. Although it definitely looks like it's running faster. and Like, look at that turn. It definitely was running much faster in this video than it normally does. I wonder if the the brake on the hill was on. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, even that hill looked fast. Shit. Yeah, this ride looks like it's hauling. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, this ride could be really amazing if I don't know what it is about trims, but this ride seems to get hit with trims so hard, and it seems really unnecessary. Because no other B and M is that trimmed. All right. Well, let's pay attention to how it looks coming over the hill. The only thing is this POV might be a little different depending on when they filmed it. Although, remember the whole thing with... um, Dude, it flew over the hill. Oh, yeah. Remember when they would run two trains and if you got the first dispatch, it would be trimless? No. Yeah, that that was like a thing. If you ran a Raging Bull and you got the first dispatch... On a two-train day, the first train was trimless. Damn. No. I don't think I ever knew that. And then Viper was fast lift until 1030. Yeah, they still do that first half hour to make sure it's warm up, warmed up. Yeah. Although maybe now that there's like holiday in the park, there's a chance that it might be trimless. Yeah. I remember because I remember doing it with... um with Jerome and Alyssa once we uh, like running to get the first dispatch. And then if you, it's cool. Cause if you're in the front row on that first bunny hill trimless, you get some really good airtime. I wonder if that's still the case. Yeah. I don't know. I guess the reason in behind it was that when they would turn it off of maintenance mode, the, it like would, it would account for three trains to be trimless or something like that. Like the first, I don't something like that. But when they ran two trains, it still thought it was three trains. Interesting. Something like that. Yeah. I want to see this on ride footage, of all the head banging again. It <laughs> was only $10 million. Damn. Yeah. That looks good. God still better than flight of fear though. Cause even if it's like got a head, uh, uh, complete headbanging at least you can see where you're going so you can brace for it yeah that's true all right that um oh yeah that weird tunnel thing looks cool poltergeist yeah poltergeist doesn't have that no no that's an interesting feature Ooh, ghost rider ghost rider ghost they called it a mom and pop amusement park I mean, maybe it was until the 90s. 
I think that's when Cedar Fair acquired them. And then they killed it. Cedar Fair was like, wow, look at all this uniqueness and charm. Let's make it corporate. God, every time I watch the old POV of this ride, it just makes me think that I don't think I'll ever want to ride the GCI version of it. All right, calm down. (laughs) It just was so good. It was so amazing. Like riding, okay, riding Legend this year brought back similar like vibes of Ghost Rider in 2009. Like I, I literally thought that those types of ride experiences do not exist anymore. Like they were extinct. And then Legend like re rekindled it. No, so it's cool. There's confirmation that they are not banking the double helix on Legend. They're just replacing the first two top layers. So that's cool. Do the second half? Yeah. Like, as a CCI, this was nuts. Look at that. It's still really good. Yeah, but it's just neutered. You haven't even ridden it. Yeah, but you can tell in the POV. I mean... Here's the thing. I under I I obviously can't comment on how good it is without riding it, but you can tell by the comparisons of the POVs that it's definitely not. You're being such a fucking jackass right now. <laughs> That's because I'm sensitive about this ride. But understand, you're being a, <laughs> a fucking prick about it. They could have just like you know done a better job at maintaining it, like Holiday World. But Cedar Fair had to be shitty about it. Cheap. The Cedar Fair way. Yep. Let's run. Which, to be honest, is the C- is also the Six Flags way. Yeah. But at least Six Flags, they'll they'll like revamp it when they need to. I feel like Cedar Fair's wooden coaster mentality is let it run itself into the absolute ground. Then when it barely can function do the absolute bare minimum to make it safe and then just throw a bunch of sh- like trim bricks all over it just so it can bear just so it just so it makes it in back into the station i mean yeah holy shit this is dude this is so insane <laughs> that looks so crazy yeah it does I bet it was running even crazier when it first opened. Before that fucking thing was on top of it? Yeah. Excuse me. There we go. Damn. Rest in peace. Seriously. To several of those rides. Yeah. Yeah, this one's kind of a downer. I was just letting Paul Rubens finish his point about the variety of roller coasters and there's a lot. All right. Well, that was the video. Yep. That was is, is kind that, of a bummer. That's X flight, right? I think so. I, I, I saw coaster Nick at great America one time. I didn't feel compelled to go say hi or anything. I don't think I've ever met him. Seems cool. I'm sure he's fine. I mean, of the Sifgam World mods, he seemed to be the normal one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> out of uh, 
who was I forgot his name. Um, Galvin. Yeah. Sif Gamrod. Have you been on there in a while? Nah. Nah, I can't say I have. Because uh, you know why? I don't. You- I don't really have much to say about it, or uh, on there. I bet you know. if I bet there's some old topics, we should just shit post the entire forum. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. There's 130 pages of topics, and there's about okay. 30, 30 topics per page. Okay. So, you know, hey, speaking of forum culture, remember when? Um, People would make a new topic and then everyone would like attack them and be like, please use the search function. This has already been discussed. And then when you revitalize a, a topic that was really old, people would then complain about like, why are you revitalizing old topics? Yeah, that's I think that's just, you know, people are just fucking gatekeeper assholes everywhere. Yeah. You know, it'd be really fun going to a topic from like 2005 and then reply to it as if it's current just start quote like just start quoting people and replying to them 20 years later quote yourself oh yeah that would be fun be like what kind of asshole made this prediction get a load of this fucking guy but anyway go ahead there was that there was that respected forum remember that no. Yeah, there is a secret forum on Sifcam World, the respected members. Oh, no, I wasn't a part of that. Are you sure? Because I thought we posted on there. No, I never got invited to any fucking clubs, dude. Only only the fucking cult of your favorite coaster sucks. <clears throat> it is a cult. Of which I am currently co-chair. Speaking of uh, the cult... Um, we got to think of the next sacrifice. Oh, uh, well, Wicked Twister, I thought. That's right, yeah. <clears throat> All right, well, what's any, uh, anything else? What should we do next? Um, I'm getting tired. It's coming up on one in the morning here. All right. Let's uh So I am gonna I am gonna say I'm gonna defer to the annoying shit, which is of course, you know, uh hit hit the reviews. Whatever you listen to podcasts, give us a review. Tell us what your favorite flavor of ice cream is. Talk about the show to a non-enthusiast. Yeah, tell <laughs> tell someone who doesn't care about roller coasters to listen. <laughs> I'm just curious to see how we go over with that crowd. Um, but do leave us a review, five stars, nothing less, please, please, be cool. Um, let's see, fucking. Oh, we got, excuse me, 
fucking Zoom call we're going to do hopefully this week, right? Uh yeah. I um yeah, okay, it's Monday. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so um it'll be a little too late for you guys if you're listening to the show when the day it comes out. But uh if you want to join the next one, just head on over to patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. Starting for just a buck a month, you can join our Zoom calls and we'll give you a shout out on the show, like right here with all these folks. AJ Zero, thank you. Ryan Delaney, thanks. Michael Flynn, thank you. Tyler Ray, thank you. Samuel Jacobson, thank you. Brian Cosson, thank you. Chris, thanks. Dave Coaster Talk, no BS zone, thanks a bunch. Keith Irio, thank you. Coaster Ferg, thanks. Davis Skelton, thank you. Dana Rafferty, thank you, bud. Hemi, thanks so much. Sean Brookheiser, thank you. Drew B, thank you. Gabriel Ludwiski, thank you a ton. Hope uh, work is going well for you, bud. Nathan Slater, thank you. Hit me up, man. Let me know you're doing well. Um, Brian Lewis, thank you. Joshua Knight, thank you. Luann Lewis, thanks a bunch. Scott Levine, thank you. Mike Ma- Mikey Mayo, thanks a bunch. Michael Muldoon, thank you. And thank you for sending me that map. Much appreciated. Tristan, Cr- Tristan Cox, thank you. Hope uh, the road's treating you well. Stefan Feinbaum, thank you. Daniel Puckett, thank you. Go check him out on Prairie Coasting, who we'll get to on this list. Nathan Hart, thanks a ton. Jonathan Hawkins, thank you. Jared Mullen, thanks a bunch. Brandon Carter, thank you. Hopefully everything in Ohio is treating you okay these days. Ryan Shoemaker, thanks a bunch. And I hope Florida is treating you well, buddy. And of course, thank you to Prairie Coasting, our fucking homeboy to the Maximus. All those people are fucking awesome. And a huge thanks to all of them. If you want to join that illustrious crew, easy to do. Head on over to patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. Now, um, we have a Discord. You can find the link to that in the episode description. That's an awesome group over there. Our crew is awesome. It is growing all the time. We talk about coasters. We talk about tv shows we talk about traveling we talk about fucking music we talk about sports we talk about all sorts of shit on our discord i don't know are we missing are we missing any channels on our discord that we should be talking about shit ben um the cult initiation channel that's really just um where we make you take a copy of dianetics to your local theme park (laughs) By the way, no one's done that. Come on. Come on, get on that. Go to a park. All right, Dianetics Theme Park Challenge, y'all. Come on, season's coming to an end. It's spooky season. It's the right time for it. Of course, if your local park has a holiday event, that's an even better time. Leave the gift of Dianetics. (laughs) (laughs) If, uh, how about this? Next time we give away a free shirt, we should just include a copy of Dianetics, like, with the t-shirt wrapped around it. I think next time we have a meetup, we should bring copies of Dianetics for everyone. 
with the your favorite coaster sucks um membership card tucked into the book. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, no, that'll be cool. Um Imagine follow us on the sh- socials. If we could get like or, 20 people to all hold a copy of Dianetics and then they all put them in the loose article bin at the same time. So it's just like a bunch of copies of that. That like, would be amazing. <laughs> Hollywood nights. We coming. Yep. <clears throat> that would be hilarious during Hollywood nights. ERT. We have like a takeover. Totally. I'm in. We like, we like, I'll try to go at, as in sync as possible too yeah right well like so it looks like we all just like step step open the bin drop the book like everybody at the same time we'd have to practice that in the parking lot <laughs> and then we have to have somebody stand back a few rows and film it clandestine style so we could get the sweet sweet video proof even better, win the last ride on Voyage, like that auction. We can't do that. We'd have to go for Raven or Legend. We can't do Legend. We can't do Voyage. No. Why? Slater and some other friends buy it uh, out of respect for a lost friend. Oh, okay. There, and apparently. The bidding gets really insane with some people, but their group always buys it and leaves an empty seat for their friend. Oh, okay. So that's cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to mess with that tradition. That's uh, but we do either Raven or Legend. Yeah. And everybody just takes the copy with them, dude. If we just have everybody wear the same type of shirt, yeah. <laughs> Like um, like a button up. <laughs> like they don't have to be matching, just like a button up. <laughs> What's like? I don't know what Scientology would look like. It would be like a black. I, I I imagine like a black button up with a red tie or something. I don't know. A tie would be a lot for a coaster event. Yeah, I'm thinking more like. Maybe like a polo. Now that I'm thinking about the like full, like full tuxedo at a theme park. Why? At a theme park. Why? I don't know. Carry around a briefcase. <laughs> and it's full of candy. <laughs> <laughs> or um, uh, uh, like Ritz crackers. It's full of chili. <laughs> oh, that'd be a, that'd be a bad prank. You like give it to the you give it to the ride host, so they can you like sit down and you're holding the briefcase, so you can't ride that, and they take it from you, and then it opens up and it just dumps chili all over the station. It's fucking chili! <laughs> you're like you're like be careful with that, <laughs> and it's just chili all over the fucking place. <laughs> Dude, that would be great. Yeah. The only question is, is there a way you could keep chili hot in a briefcase? Um, 
You might have to like to really get the effect across. You could do it in winter time and make sure that the chili is actually hot, so that way when it spills out, it like you see the steam rising off of it. Yeah, right, right. Like I'm picturing like Holiday in the Park at Great America, <laughs> and it's like it's like Raging Bull Station, and you're like waiting for front row. I bet. I wonder if you get kicked out for that. <laughs> well, the question is: Would they let you in with a briefcase full of chili in the first place? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> or, or do you have to bring in an empty briefcase and then fill it up with ch- chili? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. What was that? Um. What was that? Spaghetti thing at Six Flags at Great America. Remember that? Oh, they had the place where you could do like all you can eat, or not all you can eat, as much as you could pile on your plate pasta. Yeah, right. No, like basically, you'd have to like get like a plate of nachos and just like, can I get six cups of chili on the side? Like, I'll pay for them, whatever. What about a briefcase just full of plain cooked spaghetti? How much how much would it cost for you to just fill the briefcase with chili? <laughs> well, like plain spaghetti? Yeah. Well, at that point, why even make it cooked? You could just have it pour out fucking rigatoni. That's true. Just dry rigatoni. Because then no one would even get mad, they'd just be confused. Like, why? <laughs> like, be like, the fuck? <laughs> 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 just fucking mastacholi comes raining out or like um you could wear something with a lot of big pockets and fill it with un- like cook of uh, like spaghetti or pasta and then you lose it on the airtime how about like just like a can of fucking like dinty more Ugh. That stuff is disgusting. I had a roommate in college that used to eat that shit and then would shit and it was ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, like Dindy Moore is basically like the saddest meal that exists. It's not even real food. It's like cat food. There's like a piece of some kind of potato in there. And then that's it. It's like a one piece of potato. Yeah, there's like one piece of potato and then like one piece of meat. Yeah. And that's, that's a Dinty Moore fucking beef stew. And the meat was always like really chewy. Yeah. And the potato is like really soft. Yeah, because it's, it's been sitting in there. Sitting in soup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you take in a can of Dinty Moore in your pocket or something. And then like, actually, this would be funny anywhere just to try and like sneak in weird stuff into a place and leave it in the loose article bin, like cans of cans of food. Yeah. It's like a can of pork and beans. 
and it's kind of like a food drive because it's not like I, I couldn't see him. They'd be the park would be an asshole if they had to throw that away. You know what I mean? At least don't like, like you have to like put three weird things together and leave those in the article bin yeah. at the same time. So it has to be like, um, Canada Dinty Moore. Yeah, Canada Dinty Moore. A strip a of copy of Dianetic. A strip of ten condoms. <laughs> yeah. Although that one, that one might get you kicked out of an amusement park. Yeah, that's true. So how about Canon Dinty Moore, copy of Dianetics, and um like thirty five hundred feet of red fucking um thread. Like a sp- like a spool of yarn. Yeah, but thread instead of yarn. <laughs> Just leave the three of them in like a fucking plastic bag. Like a shopping bag. <laughs> we'll leave it open. Anything in a shopping bag just immediately looks grosser. Like <laughs> like like people who use shopping bags as backpacks. Yeah. You know what I mean? That just that just makes it that just screams trashy. Yeah. Like whenever you see someone walking around with a, a grocery bag full of stuff, it's it's not good. Unless they're coming from a grocery store. Yeah. Th- that's it. That's it. Like today I had a, a gallon of milk. Or no, I had a, cause I, I use, I bring an actual backpack to the grocery store, but sometimes I put food in the grocery bag. Like a, I have to carry stuff too. So today I was walking home with just a bag with a single carton of eggs in it. And it just felt really wrong. Yeah, well, here in Chicago, they fucking charge you seven cents for every bag. Oh, seven cents? That's, yeah. What? Um, yeah. So it's like, it's just enough where it's like, ah, you have to really think about getting a bag. You know what I mean? Yes. I The first time I saw that was in Seattle, and it was a, I think it was 10 cents. And then every time I'd go to the cashier, though, um, like if I got alcohol, they'd always just like, they didn't care. They're just like, yeah, you don't have to do that. I'm like, okay. So then I just never did it because <laughs> they said I could do it. So I'm like, okay, I'll just listen to you. You're the store employee. Yeah. Most of the time, like places around here don't give a shit. So, yeah. but anyway, uh, we made it on through the annoying shit. So, uh, you got anything else, Ben? Nah, I'm just gonna browse Zillow listings and drink some more whiskey. Pat, try to pat. <laughs> See, those buttons are fun. It seemed appropriate for what you were saying for some reason. Yeah, it was good match. But all right, well, that's awesome. Congratulations again. Thank you. And, uh, yeah. So, thank you for listening. And until next time, your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. sucks.